Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, welcome to Share Your Buzz. This is a another bonus episode. We've been doing a lot of these lately. Lucky to to uh, have enough people that want to come back and talk to us that we uh, we get to do some supplementary episodes in between. Uh, has nothing to do, I assure you, with us wanting more hits on the website. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking, of course. Uh, my name is Tony. Chris is actually out of town this week uh, doing some work stuff, and... I had neglected to the last minute to set, to tell him that we had set this up. <laughs> so I did not get a chance to like reschedule before he told me he was out of town. And I was like, you know what? I'm just doing it. So uh, we have another show coming up, a full show coming up for you guys this week. Um, pretty exciting. So stay tuned for that. Also, I want to give a quick shout out because I believe this is going to drop in time. Uh, Nashville Oktoberfest. You can go out there and catch Mayday Brewery. They their Oktoberfest beers out there. They won last year, so they're gonna have like they're gonna have like the main stage tent out there. So go check them out, MaydayBrewery.com. They sponsor the show. Um, but tonight uh, we have another little treat. Um, welcome back for this little bonus show, Luke from the Budget Bartender. Yeah, thank What's you. What's going on, man? How you no, been? Been good. Yeah. Yeah. Getting for these um. Ready for these fall? This some this. I was gonna say this fall weather, but it's uh, it's been it's been like hotter than it was in the summer lately. Oh yeah, like, it's been crazy, upper 80s even, the past couple weeks. It's gonna be one of those years, I think, where we don't just have a fall. It's gonna go right from. It's just gonna, like one day it's just gonna be cold, and oh, yeah, the leaves are just gonna like that. just die and fall off. We were it's talking like, about that. Just goes summer. You get that one nice week of fall. Dude. Goes back hot and then immediately cold. Dude, it's so weird. It's like I, it kind of now. From what I understand, like if up north and like other like in the northern states, it's a very pronounced seasons. I come from Florida where we don't have any seasons. So to me, when I first moved here, the first couple of years I moved here, we had a nice fall. And we had the last couple of falls were not bad. But yeah. there have been a couple in between that I've seen where it's just done that. It's gone from summer to, to winter. And it's like, man, it takes the fun out of, you know, I expect to see some leaf change, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. And not since I was... Uh, just a young lad. Have I have had the the experience, the fun experience, of like Charlie Brown jumping into a giant pile of leaves? <laughs> and it Hopefully that comes this year. We'll get a, we'll see, a longer we'll see. fall. I even when I was younger and I was living up north, where the leaves fell, like you didn't like we lived, we didn't like we didn't live in a, in a rural a, or a um, urban area. We lived kind of out in the sticks, so there was you don't jump in a pile of leaves because there's probably a snake in there. <laughs> And then I moved to Florida where you don't jump in the water because there's probably a gator in there. So, like, I've never been able to have any fun as a kid. <laughs> when I was growing up, it was just we lived in the neighborhood where the we weren't in an HOA or anything like that. So no one really cared. No one really wake, raked their leaves and yeah. just let them fall. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we're here today because, uh, you know, we talked on the last show about having you back once in a while to kind of update us on maybe once a season or so, once a month, kind of. You know, and this is the time of year where the seasons come back to back to back pretty quick. You have like oh, your yeah. Halloween, your Thanksgiving, your Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you brought a cocktail. I did. To I try did. tonight, man. Is this a fall themed? This or is fall? a fall themed for sure. Okay. Uh, I call this one a touch of fall. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of mixed this one up a little bit. Tried some stuff out, some very various things. I infused. Well, hold on. Can I can I guess before you yes, say? Yes. Absolutely. Kinda... Absolutely. I'm. It's almost has like a like a cidery apple kind of. Yeah, there's that. There's a an apple component for sure. Because when I was um, 
young, or I remember like this before I can I can imbibe. But but I remember being a kid and going to the apple orchards in New York State, and you'd always get some of the traditional cider while you're out oh, there, and it's not stuff. like the cider you buy in the stores. It actually it's like it's kind of grayish because it's like the real fruit from the apple. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you let it sit a little too long, it turns into cider. <laughs> Just naturally, the you know alcoholic cider, and this has that that same kind of almost scent to it. It's not quite that. I will say the apple component is sort of the sped sped up version of that. Mm-hmm. It's a sliced up apple, real thin, and just let some vodka sit in it for Ooh, about okay. two or three hours. Yeah, yeah. Just let it infuse. Nice. Mm-hmm. So vodka would be the main would be the uh, the, the state. That's that's paired with another liquor. In okay. There. Which is? Which is a spiced rum <laughs> for fall. Oh, like nice. I had to throw that I in know, I thought. I thought so. What I knew I smelled some spice in oh, there. Oh, yeah. So yeah. vodka-soaked apples with spiced rum. Yep. Yep. Those are equal parts. And then um, equal to that is honey syrup. And then a quarter ounce lemon juice. And just like normally some cinnamon on top. I batched yeah. this one up. So uh, the cinnamon's a little mixed in. But... And makes a nice man. Garnish. That's, I mean, even if you don't get to uh, sit here in the studio and enjoy with us, that just the, the sound of that puts that does that's fall right there. Yeah, some apples, <laughs> some spiced rum, you know. And I love that. Uh, I'm hoping we had a very we had a very rummy spring or summer this year. Like tiki bars made a big comeback, rum oh, made yeah. a comeback. A lot of bars now are starting to carry. I think we talked a little bit about that on the last show about how mm-hmm. much I love rum. So, but. Just because summer's over doesn't mean, you know, just because we're not doing mojitos and mai tais anymore doesn't mean you got to put your rum up for no, the, for the winter. Because now you break out that darker stuff, the spice stuff, mm-hmm. and you make goes great in, like, fall and winter cocktails, man. Keep Definitely. it warm. The All right, dark, I'm gonna... the aged, spiced, uh, the black rum. You got Myers or Gosling's. Both oh, man. That is delicious. That has a uh, – it's got – you get the spiciness – and the fruitiness for uh, like the fall fruit rather than like your citrusy summer fruit. Right. But right. It, it, but it, it's also, I mean, it's kind of a you, people can't see it. It's kind of a flaxen color, kind of a golden like greenish gold, and it's um, it's still light enough to ease you into going from that warm temperature to cold temperature. Exactly. Without exactly. you know you're not jumping into a, a oatmeal stout here or, mm-hmm. or a, like some sugary winter beer. I like made I made three or four yesterday just to try it, try mm-hmm. them out, mm-hmm. and just there was some, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was some with uh, some pumpkin mixed in and stuff, and dark rum, heavy cream, stuff like that. And I just not that time yet. It's not not that season. We haven't had a day below eighty yet. Yeah. So this that one good, has man. the the lemon juice in there really helps lighten it up. It does. It tastes like, um, it, you know, it's kind of like a, it's it's a, it's like a cold toddy. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With uh, using the rum instead of the bourbon and just with the lime juice in there and mm-hmm. yeah, and man, the apple comes out in there like it's yeah, just, it just definitely the and fresh it's not too. Flavor. This is great, man. So, mm-hmm. keeping with the uh, with the budget theme. This is all stuff that you can just, even with the homemade apple soak stuff, this is mm-hmm. all stuff you can just do yourself in the kitchen. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And that, um, I mentioned it on the last time I was on, the red bag produce at Kroger. These lemons were on there, and it four in a bag for 99 cents, you know, chop it up. Especially if you're going to use it that day, it's perfect. Man, this this feels like it's great for, um, 
you know, it is going to start getting cool. We are going to have a little bit of that. And you might have some people over. Maybe you're doing like a Sunday barbecue or maybe you're watching some football and maybe you have a couple of couples over and you got, you know, you're doing like the men and women thing and maybe, you know, the girls might not be into football or the guys might be outside smoking a cigar or something and the girls are inside. Mm-hmm. But this is a this is a non-exclusive, um, like this is a very inclusive drink. Yeah, I feel definitely. like it's strong enough, like you get the you get an alcohol enough flavor in mm-hmm. it to mm-hmm. not be a wussy drink. Yeah, definitely. But it's also light and fruity enough to be tasty yeah, for exactly. you know, someone who likes a little bit more of that. Exactly. And I don't mean to, uh, hey, plenty of guys out there like sweet drinks too. I'm not <laughs> trying to put that aside, anybody. I mean, I'm a rum drinker, so. But yeah, man, this is delicious. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Yeah, I enjoyed experimenting with it. And, you know, I mean, no matter the season, drink what you want. If you want a mojito in winter, go for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you want that that mix from drinking all that heavy eggnogs, things like that. You know, the yeah. nice changes to good. I'm I am a big fan of taking like a really gloomy cold day, and going to um, like down here in Nashville, we have a Margaritaville downtown. Yeah. So with, look, you either like or you don't like Buffett. <laughs> I, I, it is what it is. But it's the only place in town here that's really has that theme to it, as far as I know. I know there's I know there's Beach Bar. I'm not sure if that place is even still open, but. Uh, I'm a big fan of going, of doing like uh, boat drinks on like a cold, going down there to get some tiki drinks. I wish oh, yeah. we had like a traditional tiki bar here, which we don't quite have yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, man, to go in like a cold rainy day and just drink Mai Tais or something is perfect. It's awesome. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and also there's nothing better than going like when it's cold as shit. Like me and Faith right now are planning a trip to Havana in February. Oh. So uh, there's... um. And, and like, th- there's nothing better than knowing that it's going to be cold as shit here. And then, when, like, you get off the plane, like, with your pea coat on, and you get to strip right down and yep. put, like, on a linen shirt yeah. and, a, and a Panama hat. And just, that's and almost, just, that's, yeah. it's one of those things that's so hard to pack for when you're packing yeah. and it's 32 out. Yeah. You're packing for the 60, 70 degree weather. Or even yeah, warmer. at least. I mean, I, ha- I get that even when I go home to Florida. Like, in the, some, some Christmases, it might be. It might already be in the 40s here, and then mm. you land and it's 80 something, <laughs> and you're like, "I need to get to the house and get this scarf off, yeah. please." <clears throat> so, man, when you're when you're um, sitting around, whether it's seasonal or whether it's just something new you want to try, and you're messing around with these, I mean, take the budget part out of it. I guess this is just a basic mixing question. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you said you uh, you had the uh, the vodka soaked apples that you made as a part of this. Yeah. Now, was that Stuff like that, you probably, from doing it enough, have a repertoire of stuff that you know will work. Or maybe a version of it that you think you can twist mm-hmm. to, like, a seasonal thing. Yeah. But so is it pretty much just um, trial and error type stuff? Like, you said you made a couple of trial ones yesterday. Is it pretty much like, well, how much of the apple do I put in here? Or how much of this do I put in? Or Yeah, it, it is. This one particularly I've made a few times uh, already. So I had that, that recipe nailed down a little bit more. But as for, like, the vodka-soaked so- apples... Prior to this, I just used all rum and muddled an apple in the bottom. Uh-huh. So sort of similar. I wanted to try this. Yeah. And the the way I sort of got to what I wanted was just trying it. You know, every half hour, every hour, try just like a quarter ounce. See if it's where, where you want it. And then eventually, after like three hours or so, it was like the enough flavor in there. Hmm. And still kind of carried that... Um, 
the lightness. It didn't so how, man, get too much in Without there. giving away any trade secrets, but how do you, uh, <laughs> like, how does that even work? You just, you literally just, like, cut an apple open and soak it in, like, a, a bowl of vodka? Yeah, and slice, just... slice up the apple, pour in some vodka. I just put it in a mason jar. Mm -hmm. And then just filled it, covered the apples, and let it sit <laughs> out on the counter. And the apples will so are you, okay. So you're you're trying to get the apple flavor into the liquid, is yeah, exactly, exactly. And the apples aren't too bad either. <laughs> yeah, I mean I've had moonshine before that had like the fruit in the bottom. Yeah, and it's, everybody, nobody else, nobody else likes it. I thought it was mm. pretty damn good. I I got because I like the moonshine flavor for some reason. I yeah. just like that alcohol flavor, I guess, uh, which is not a good thing. But um, yeah, man, this. So I wonder if you can do that with like. I mean, you pretty much made your own liqueur, like an apple liqueur, out of yeah. You know, essentially, essentially, so just throw some like brown sugar in there yeah. or something, and you got it. So I, I mean, I wonder what else you can do that with for like, because um, I'm thinking of other budget ways to do things. Like, you know, I w I just made some, uh, I just made some some mai tais the other weekend, and I, rather than getting triple sec, I went with like a dry curacao, like a nice mm -hmm. orange brandy from like a, the Pierre Ferrand or whatever. Yeah, and it was it was it was delicious, but it was mm -hmm. freaking pricey. Yeah, so I'm wondering, right. like, man, can I make? Now I don't want to get cheap ass triple sec, but mm -hmm. can I make some kind of orange? Um, you know, I, I guess I wonder if because uh, triple sec is pretty much brandy with an orange, like this right, orange. essentially. So I wonder if I can just get like a lower grade, like like a like like your normal, what is it, the uh, the J, uh, the E and J, E and J, E yeah. and J brandy, and then just maybe infuse it with some orange and kind of yeah, make. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure like you a, could. The one thing I've done is. Um, done grapefruit zest i guess uh just peeled grapefruit essentially in with vodka as well and just like a touch of sugar in there shook that up and then let that sit for a few days and then simmered it to oh, really man. infuse it and it's pretty good stuff <laughs> i bet that's good for uh like i've always I, one year i got into making sangria and i never mm. perfected it because i kind of i just i felt it's one of those things that's it's a it's kind of, like it doesn't seem like it's complicated to make, but it's yeah. kind of a pain in the ass. So <laughs> it is. So it is. I uh, I kind of just got out of like you know I just decided it wasn't going to be my thing, or not enough other people liked it to make it worth mm -hmm. making batches of. But I would like to get into like figuring out how to make a good sangria, but not with your traditional ingredients. Like um, maybe use like the one that I made. I used like a grape vodka instead. You nice. know, to kind of give it a little bit of a kick. Or yeah, something like yeah, that. absolutely. So I bet you can, you know, you can do some of your homemade infusions to kind of add some a little kick or a little flavor to a to a sangria or kind of pretty much any drink, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Most of the vodka that comes in my house is gonna be infused. Yeah. I, I just enjoy messing around with it. Yeah. And it's fun taking those drinks that are traditionally vodka drinks and infusing it. And then mixing it into that drink and yeah. just seeing what happens. And there's nothing wrong with that if you, uh, you know, because I'm, again, I'm not a, uh, normally I would not be like the vodka drinker. I'd be like, well, hey, if you can make vodka be taste better anyhow, just mm -hmm. go ahead and do it. Unless it's Reka vodka in that yeah, case. It's already fucking gonna, delicious. I was going to mention that. I was going to say that that is good plain. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Is, uh, there's certain vodkas out there that you can just do plain it because, man, that craft flavor on that. I was just boasting about that to somebody Man, it's it's funny how the magnet of the universe works, you know. It's uh, I was just talking to somebody the other day at a bar about we were comparing, we were comparing, you know, uh, flavor profiles of different spirits that we like, just you know, as one does when they're at a cigar bar doing manly things. <laughs> but we, we were, uh, um, 
And we were talking about vodka, and I told him how I didn't normally like vodka, but then I was boasting about the Reka, about how yeah. good that was. And, I, you know, and then, like, randomly today, got a message from uh, the Cocktail Ninja uh, just uh, on my Instagram. And I was, like, yeah. I was like, how does that, like, did he hear me talking <laughs> about it? Did he know that I was talking about it? Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, going into fall and stuff like that, man, mm. the... You, there's a lot of like you mentioned. You tried a little pumpkin version earlier. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's go ahead and uh, like uh, I'm. The world knows this. Now I'll I'll fill you in. But the the listeners already know that when it comes to fall, I'm a basic ass motherfucker, and I don't give a fuck. I will eat all the pumpkin <laughs> shit. I love it. I di- I'll drink I'll drink the pumpkin lattes. I don't care. Like you can say what you want. Now. uh so Chris usually makes fun of me because I'll have yeah. I'll, I'll always have like this I don't I actually don't have one this year but this time of year I will always have like the little um, pumpkin like uh, uh, creamers like you get from the oh. gas station oh yeah because uh, <laughs> and I I went in uh, a couple of weeks ago me and my girlfriend were driving mm-hmm. somewhere and I went to the gas station and got a cup of coffee yeah and I grabbed like a whole handful and like stuck in my pocket she's like what are you doing I was like these are awesome and the <laughs> only way you can buy it like if you want to order like a box of the little tiny ones. They're like you gotta get them from Amazon or something, and like or uh, like in Kroger they sell like the big, like the big jar oh, of it. Oh yeah, but yeah. That, but for some yeah. reason it doesn't taste as good as if you get the little <laughs> tiny ones. So and then she was cracking up. She's like, "You're ridiculous." And I was like, "I, sh- I should have brought that the one I made over. I uh, I made that one and then another pumpkin one I made. I called it a pumpkin spice latte because mm-hmm. it um it was essentially a pumpkin white Russian. Mm-hmm. So it had the coffee liqueur, the cream, mm. and pumpkin in there. So it was, I mean, it was Man. right there. Man, I got no problem with that. <laughs> so, uh, the even the uh, like, okay. So even when you're drinking a pumpkin beer, it's like th- there's two camps. There's like the pumpkin beer that tastes a lot like regular pumpkin, mm-hmm. like the meat of the pumpkin, yeah. and then there's the pumpkin spice beer that just tastes like you're eating a piece of pie. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think a lot of people mix up the two flavors of the pumpkin spice with actually pumpkin. Mm-hmm. I love them both. I don't care. Now, yeah. I will admit the pumpkin spice gets a little bit too much if you, you know, right, a little bit too right. overpowering. But a nice, like, hint of pumpkin or even a little bit of hint of, like, pumpkin pie, mm-hmm. like, in, in a drink. I mean, I, just something about the season. I think it's yeah, because exactly. I grew up in a place where there was no pumpkin season. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I, like, now I'm obsessed yeah. with the fact that there's mm-hmm. fall. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, man, this is this actually tastes a lot. This rem- I think that's why I like this so much. This reminds me of like being a kid and tasting that cider, you know, that um that real apple. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that unfiltered cider is that's good stuff. And that that's what you make the like I've done a homebrew cider, and it I mean it's super easy. It's basically that and yeast and just let it go. <laughs> this has got that a cider's so good. It's got a tinge like when you first put it up to your nose. It's got like almost like you're uh, if you're a fan of the pumpkin. Or if you're a fan of the apple pie moonshine, mm. this like a lot of people are. This is a it. It kind of gives you that like apple and spice kind of flavor. Yeah, probably, probably the spice rum mixing with the apple and all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't taste quite like it when you actually get a sip of it, but it's reminiscent of it when you put it up to your face. Yeah, definitely. That I remember that that the uh, apple spice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a good one for sure. I um, I like making the same recipe a couple times and just mixing up a few ingredients changing like one of them i added a little more lemon juice Mm -hmm. and that can get a little too tart yeah so it's just having that ability to lock it in and really get the right ratio now i noticed you put a splash of water in here when you poured it yeah like was that like your your uh standard opening the flavor up type 
uh, water, or was it? Just, yeah, you just yes mix and it? no. <laughs> but uh, since I I batched this one and I didn't do any shaking or stirring or anything, okay, I just batched it and threw it in the fridge. Okay, so okay. it's already pretty chilled down, but the shaking and stirring adds dilution to it, adds yeah. water. I think so. you know I just put that two and two together like yeah. a couple of weeks ago as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess a lot of people out there don't know that. Like, you, you don't think of that. You don't think that the ice is actually melting in the drink when you're shaking it or mm-hmm. stirring it. But you do get dilution, even if you're shaking it and then pouring it into, a, like, a chilled glass. Yeah. It's still getting watered down. Definitely, definitely. And you, you can taste that quite a bit if you, even with, like, a martini, if you just take a sip, which is essentially straight gin or vodka at yeah. that point. But then you shake it up with some with some water and then try that. It's It opens up the flavor, like you said, and it also just doles down that. Man. Alcohol flavor. I think people, including myself, sometimes forget when you order a like a, a boozy cocktail. Like you forget that it, like a martini, like you just said, it actually is. It's the only the the only two ingredients are alcoholic, unless yeah. you like a bunch <laughs> of li- or, or olive juice in there or something like that. Right. But so I recently got into. Um, I was looking for something different at a bar to order, like a, a bourbon cocktail, something mm-hmm. that's a little bit more, you know, folly or something that wasn't quite. Uh, an old fashioned because I was getting kind of tired of those, so I started getting Manhattans, and then it only took me like two times ordering it to like to figure it out. I was like, why am I getting so messed up off <laughs> one drink? And it's like, oh yeah, everything in this drink is alcoholic. Exactly. There's yeah. no, th- it's bourbon and sweet vermouth and and ba- and, and and bourbon. Yeah. So <laughs> it's yeah. like, uh, yeah, that little that little maraschino cherry is not helping you exactly. sober up. Exactly. And but. even the bitters in there are alcoholic. Yeah. Dude, I didn't realize, uh, again, the more, like, I've been drinking my whole life, but, mm-hmm. um, but, well, I guess I shouldn't say Legally, that. Legally, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I'm 38, so I've been drinking for 20 years. Yeah. And, uh, the, just realized now, like, when I was reading that book I was telling you about last time about the rum stuff. Yeah, like, it sounded I great. just realized when they, they were talking in there about where Angostura comes from, and I didn't know bitters were alcoholic. And it makes sense because that's why you can't buy bitters in the grocery store. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it never, it never occurred to me that I was like, oh shit, it's like a um, like vanilla, like real vanilla extract actually has a little bit of alcohol. Yeah, in exactly. It. And some some bitters you can buy in the grocery store because they're considered non-potable bitters, mm-hmm. essentially meaning you're not gonna drink it you're straight. Not supposed to, yeah. And I mean, if you've ever just like tried a sip of straight bitters, I have not. Have you? Yeah, it is ridiculously bitter yeah yeah it's, it's like biting into a crab apple oh dude we should i think if we ever get get video on the podcast we should do <laughs> we should do like the cinnamon challenge oh do yeah like the bitter challenge where definitely we get like a bottle of angostura and a bottle of, um was that uh um uh not not pressured but uh Pichodes. Pichodes, yeah Pichodes. Mm-hmm. and then we just get like all the bitters and we just like try to see who could take oh <laughs> if we had a cocktail just out of bitters that'd be oh so mm-hmm. gross you get like a little thimble shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm a I'm a fan of bitter in cocktails yeah, a lot of too. the time, like Amar- new amaros and stuff like that, which has taken on quite a quite a following. But that I mean, that's just a different league. It's uh, a little bit. I guess I don't like to. I like to search for the flavor in my cocktail when I'm drinking a booze cocktail. Like mm-hmm. this is obviously this is meant for to be a flavorful cocktail. Right. But if I'm like smoking a cigar or if I'm, I'm having a if I want like a bourbon-based drink, but I don't want like a straight bourbon, mm-hmm. if I'm if I got a cocktail like just normally, I want to kind of have to search for the flavor a little bit. I don't want too much. I don't want to take a sip of it and be like, oh, this is sweet, or this is tart, or this yeah. is like sour. Like I want to 
sip it and have to be like, what am I tasting here? Like, I, I kind of like the nuance, a nu- mm-hmm. more of a bland, nuance kind of kind of flavor to it. And I think that's why I recently got into brandy because it, you have to kind of uh, you got you got to kind of search for it a little bit to get yeah you know for sure. Even when even a good bourbon, like you gotta, I, I want to search for it. Like mm-hmm. even like even when I'm uh, with a cigar, like I want to, I want to have to, I want to take it in for a little bit and then think about what I'm tasting. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's like if it's too forward in any one particular category, yeah. it's like oh, now it kind of takes away from it. It takes the fun out of trying to figure. Yeah, out exactly, what exactly. Yeah. And I love that mindset. It's something that, you know, when people start drinking, they're not even thinking about, honestly. And it's like, that's part of what I my like mission statement if you will it's just like you know drink for the flavors that you can get and it's an experience you know you're not just drinking to get drunk you know well think about um now you probably get it with cocktails too but hopefully you're not drinking you're not pounding cocktails all day but let's say you're doing like a beer day Mm -hmm. like you're watching a game or you're just having like you're having one of those days where you're just you know, it's, it's like an event or a party or something, and, yeah. you, and you happen to be doing like a session of beer drinking. Mm-hmm. N- even if it's a beer that is really flavorful that you like a lot, by the time you get to like your fourth or fifth one, <laughs> like you're not really tasting yeah, the nuance yeah. in that beer. You're just and it, it, and I'm not even talking about drunkenness. I'm mm-hmm. t- or I'm just talking about the fact that you put something, you put the same thing on right, your palate right. over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. You're gonna stop tasting the nuance in it. Mm-hmm. You're like my. You know, I was at I was watching the game last weekend. I was drinking some uh, some Marzen, which is my favorite style of beer. But after like mm-hmm. after like the third one, I was like, now I'm just I'm just drinking. I might as well be drinking Bud Light because yeah. at this point, um, in fact, if I did switch to a light beer and then switch back, I might actually reset my palate <laughs> right. because I did that. Right. I actually I was drinking um, an Oktoberfest and then I switched to a Coors Light for one beer, and then was like, okay, now I got that. I, I tasted the difference. I actually tasted the Coors Light. <laughs> Yeah, uh, exactly. Who would have thought that's a palate cleanser? Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like the ginger on your plate at a sushi restaurant. Yeah, it's exactly. like, I'll take a Coors Light cleanser. Yeah. Coors cleanser. But, um, yeah, man, there is a, there's just something about, uh, I don't care what guy says, you know, that, or what person in general says, you know, what I want to say about certain drinks or certain foods in the holidays, but there's something about, put it puts you in the mood. For the changes, because and I'm not a I'm not a cold weather guy. I mm-hmm. love summer all year round. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that kind of eases the pain a little bit of the summer going away is getting getting excited for the holidays. Is you want the flavors and, and the scents and the feels that oh, you get. Yeah. yeah. And so why not have you know a cocktail that reminds you of the season? Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, even seasons, especially fall, I think have that just that smell when you walk out of the house. You're like, yep, that's. That's that crisp fall weather. It's a little less humid. You can actually smell other things besides your own body heat coming off of you when you (laughs) exactly, exactly. There are all those days in Nashville. It just smells hot. (laughs) You know, you just walk out. You're like, yeah. Dude, like, you know, like when you smell the asphalt melting on the ground, you're like, this is not good. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the best is also is when you. uh, Please, yeah, sure. The best also is when you get those days where you can just turn the AC off. And just let the let the windows open, and you, and what's even better than the feeling of like the cool air from outside coming in is the feeling of knowing that I'm not paying for AC right now. <laughs> right. Like this is just oh, right. Mother Nature's just taking dropping my bills. Yep. <laughs> taking care of you. So you'll taste that. That's not diluted. So you'll 
it'll be a little more serious. You'll get a lot, a lot more of the alcohol oh, yeah. intensity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a bit more like um, and more of that vodka flavor, more yep. of that alcoholic flavor. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, it's um. I'll tell you what, though, on both versions, this one has a little bit more of that alcohol flavor for mm -hmm. sure, but that diluted a little bit, and it was so perfect um, mixture. Like you, like you told me, there was vodka and vodka soaked apples, and then mm -hmm. rum in there, and even that, even those being the you know the two alcohols, it wasn't like if I was drinking it, I can pick out and say, oh, this is a rum drink or this is a, a vodka drink. Like it was very well blended and mixed um, to where, like. When you told me, I'd be like, oh, that must be where the spice is coming from, or that must be where the flavor is coming from, or that. But right. if I just took a sip of this, I like, you know, the first way you made it with the mm -hmm. water in it, like, if it, like, even this right here, if this was on ice, mm -hmm. probably wouldn't be able to tell what, what it was. It's a nice blended, perfectly blended drink. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's, um, that's something you sort of, you sort of go for that, where you don't just drink it and something jumps out to you, yeah. you know? The sweetness either jumps out yeah. or it just burns. <laughs> Essentially, and I think a lot of people, um, because we've gotten used to drinking, uh, whether it's bourbon on the rocks or rum or sipping rum or mm -hmm. even like tequila. You know, a good friend of mine is uh, Jason from Question Tequila. Oh yeah. And he, uh, like his anejo, like his dark tequila, you can sip on that. And I, I'm actually a big fan. A lot of people don't think of like the lighter liquors as being sipping liquors, but mm -hmm. a, like a good a blanco tequila or like a, a white rum, I like that on ice. I think it's good in the summertime if you want mm. something strong but not sweet. Yeah, definitely. But uh, now that people are going to actually appreciating the spirit a little bit more, especially with the craft you know, genre mm -hmm. getting big, mm -hmm. I think we forget about how new certain nuances get to blend with each other. And you have a spiced rum. You're going to uh, – you're not – like when you if you were to drink a spiced rum straight, you're going to get the rum flavor over the spice. Yeah. But if you mix it with something, you're going to – that spice nuance comes mm -hmm. out more than you would think it would. Like you can mm -hmm. you can use that to your advantage mixing certain yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely and that's first of all something very underrated is putting some aged rum on the rocks and sipping that I mean everyone get asked for a bourbon or a scotch that that's something special I think I I really enjoy sipping on a aged rum as much as we've talked about it we need a local rum distiller to give us a little to give us a, a shout out or a little sponsorship yeah, or something definitely. because we uh let me tell you. Uh, I've mentioned a couple times on the show, and everybody who listens already knows, but I am into cigars, and I happen to, um, we've had my buddy Darren from Principal Cigars on the show a couple times. We've done a couple shows from Priming Cigar Lounge. Actually, I just talked to uh, Jacob, the uh, head bartender there, about coming on and talking about some of uh, nice. his menu. So we're going to do one there soon again. But when you go in, one of the things that Darren taught me about cigar smoking was that, man, you don't always want a bourbon or a scotch with your cigar like everybody thinks you do because it burns out your palate. The different the different burns, you know, like a, 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 a bourbon or a whiskey is really, like, you know, if you don't sip it right, yeah. which I think a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't know how to, like, I'm not gonna sound pretentious right here. <laughs> like you know, you drink what you want, how you want. I don't give. I don't yeah. care. But if you're if you're looking for a straight spirit, and you want to and you want to get the flavor of it, man. Don't drink it like you're taking a swig of beer. You like just let it wash over your tongue, and yeah. you'll be able to pick out those flavors a lot more, a lot better. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of people will take a sip of booze like they're just doing like sipping a beer or something, mm -hmm. and at that point, a bourbon will burn your palate out, and you won't be able to taste the cigar. 
But if you like, but if you don't want to drink a cocktail, like sometimes I don't like drinking a sweet cocktail. Yeah. Um, get a like you were saying, get a dark rum, a little bit on the rocks, or even, I like it with just a, in a snifter, mm-hmm. even straight up, nice. and. Uh, you smoke that, or you drink that while you're smoking, and it's like it's strong enough to give you that alcohol flavor. So like you you don't you know it's it's a dark sweet alcohol like almost mm-hmm. like a bourbony flavor. Yeah. But uh, you get the because mo- a lot of them are, are um, aged in uh, the uh, the oak barrels, the bourbon barrels, and right? Stuff like that. Right. So you get that, but it's sweet enough with as bi- you know being a rum that it doesn't burn your palate out, and you can still taste all the nuance in this. Yes, definitely. <coughs> Little inside tip for me. There anyway. you go. <laughs> so. Man, well, I w- definitely appreciate you coming by and sharing this cocktail. So, what's next on the? Uh, what would be the next, um, the next project drink or the next, the next seasonal? You going something pumpkiny? Yeah, I'm definitely gonna keep going for that pumpkin until hopefully I have something locked in at Thanksgiving time to serve some some guests for Thanksgiving. Have that coming. A um, couple blog posts coming up. I'll have. Uh, Speaking of the vodka infused, I'll have a budget vodka coming up. Hell yeah. Uh, that's, I just posted a budget scotch, uh, and that was pretty successful. People like that. So. Nice. What was the budget? What was that about, the budget scotch? So I had a few, I had the blends and a single malt. Okay. Different like categories, and okay. I had roughly five for each. Okay. Of just like top budget choices. Yeah, don't, I, mm-hmm. I was going to ask you about it, but don't give it away. Go check it out. Yeah. Um, because I, actually I'm going to because I'm interested in that I want to I love um, like sometimes you get these things from like liquor.com or you know Thrillist or that'll yeah. and, and they'll be like you know I'll bet top you know top five bourbons for your money or top mm-hmm. five rums under 20 bucks or something yeah. and even though like I know they're just like um, clickbait things I always <laughs> I always go to see if I actually have any of the ones yeah, that they're talking yeah, about because it's interesting it's like mm-hmm. oh and it's good to know you know I'll, I'll, I'm going out and get something good that's worth it yeah. Um, that's why I got this bottle of Larceny down here because I actually was from that's one of those choice. sites. I was, I w- it was one of those liquor.com things. I was like best, yeah. you know, um, or five bottles of whiskey everybody should have on their shelf for yeah. like for the money. I saw, I saw that one too. And I have that as well at my yeah. house. And, uh, yeah, so it, so, sometimes it actually works out because mm-hmm. I was like, well, I want to get something. What should I get? I'm going to go to the site that I trust. Yeah. So people can go to your site and they're looking for something mm-hmm. that's not going to break the bank, something good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You impress a, a date or a, a party. This is this is party season. This is like everybody's coming. What definitely. you're doing, and I, oh man, speaking of this right here as like a, a Halloween drink. Oh, dude, like even mm. you could even do this as like a punch type thing. Like you, oh yeah, you put it in like a pitcher or a Just bowl it, on the yeah over yeah. ice. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, like you said, it's a, it works for everyone. You know, it's not too sweet, and it's also not too strong. So, that's actually I might steal this recipe. Is this a recipe <laughs> on the site? Yeah. Yeah, it's on uh, my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, is that? That's Budget Bartender. Budget and Bartender. And com. Guys, go steal this recipe <laughs> and make it at your holiday party. Mm-hmm. And give a little love. If you make it and it works out, um, yeah, leave a comment to Budget Bartender and, uh, you know, drop some love. You can leave a, you can hit us up at Share Your Buzz all over the medias. And, uh, yes, yeah, so we'll definitely have Luke back on you know, next month or so to do another update of what's yeah, going for on. Sure. Have some pumpkin for you. <laughs> oh man, I can't, I can't wait because you know I'm <laughs> basic as fuck. So I'll have to make sure that my girlfriend's here at that time so she can so she can make fun of me because <laughs> we actually went to uh, I think we went to Sam and Zoe's up here in Berry Hill last uh, week. It's a great place. And we oh yeah we did it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And you know of course we ordered like um, I think she got something to eat and, like a sandwich. We had we had like a breakfast sandwich, um, like a 
a, a hot, just a plain hot coffee and like a pump, pumpkin latte. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we got back to our table and I was like, how many, like, how many people think? Like if they just took this order that I got the got the black coffee and you got the pumpkin latte, <laughs> like I was like we, we should just like that would be funny if somebody like if if the waiter like walked up oh, yeah. and handed her the pumpkin, I'd be like that's sexist, yeah. pumpkinist, <laughs> pumpkinist against me. So all right guys, um, yeah th- man thanks for hanging out. Of course thanks for bringing treats anytime, again. Anytime, anytime. And uh, yeah we'll go we'll make sure that we uh, have you back on set that up next month. Um, in the meantime, make sure you guys check out thebudgetbartender.com, mm-hmm. Budget Bartender on Instagram. Check out shareyourbuzz.com. We're all over the iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Also, drop a plug for Mayday Brewery. If you, When you hear this, you still got a couple of days to go check out Oktoberfest. From what I hear from Ozzy, you don't have to buy the extra ticket to get into the beer garden. The, the VIP is separate, separate. If you just go, you'll be able to go and stand around and, and you know buy a regular yeah, beer. Yeah, so go there and check that out. Um, I might be there on Thursday or Saturday night, depending on what's going on. Uh, check me out on Facebook. Check Chris out on Facebook. Um, I'm trying to think if I got any other plugs. Faith Kelly Music on Instagram. Check out her new single. Um, be looking out for more stuff for her from her. And uh, we'll see you guys next week for a full episode. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you.